With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And welcome in to DMVR Bets Daily. Uh, no Ryan Konigsberg today. It's true. It's me. He is at Broncos camp, fellas. And uh, we have uh, Henry Chisholm, better known as Hank from here on forward. Uh, that is your betting name. If nothing else, yeah. Hank has to be your betting name. Yeah. When you're here at the casino <laughs> and I'm having a bad one and it's, you know, I've barely digested my burger. It's 1230 in the day. And I say, okay, let's come up with uh, with a parlay right now mm-hmm. to salvage it all. I'm not like Henry. No. Could we? I'm like Hank. No. Parlay time. Exactly. Um, That's been like a weird thing, though, is like figuring out when to use which name. I think the best advice I've gotten is like Henry with women, Hank with men. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we're giving that a run now, but we'll see how it goes. Okay. I love it. And before we really start, we should mention new shirts. They're in. I mean, does it get better than this? Kale. Here, yeah, some were surfal. Great shirts. So, yeah, the episode yesterday obviously an odd one because we talked about games that were postponed or delayed, like the Rockies, who did not end up playing uh, the Diamondbacks and are now coming back home and will play the Padres. Um, we are happy to say that the the NBA, right before we started the show, said that action will resume Saturday. Um, and you know, just proud of the stances that the NHL and MLB took and. Ryan's message of listening, I think, still rings mm-hmm. true today as well. But glad we were able to have that break. Glad we can get back and uh, really bet on some stuff. So yesterday's episode still kind of relevant, but not totally since the Rockies are now playing a different opponent. Cal Freeland still on the mound against the Padres, though, at home. But we really need to start. This is one of those where you got to place your bets it's okay. We won't be offended if you take your your eyes off us and onto your phone or whatever device you place your bets on because we've got some golf kicking off real soon. Yep. Um, things not so great for our good friend RK and his uh, free bet on Colin Morikawa, who went six over. So when Ryan was saying Colin Morikawa's due, I was like, Dude, he's been on fire. He does nothing but win. <laughs> this is what he was due for, guys. This is this is. Like, and sorry. I wish I hadn't jumped in with him. Oh no. <laughs> because because he put his free bet on it. I put real money on Colin Morikawa just because Ryan had some bit. It's like goodness. Well, and the worst part is I put the bet in, then realized there's a thirty percent odds boost, and I was like, well, I can't waste that. <laughs> I know. And so, <laughs> and so I doubled up on him. Uh, I, I doubled up my sprinkle, if I'm being honest. But now that there we have go. like Double Ryan's emotional side out of the way, we can use our brains to make golf picks. And I that's hate I'm pretty it so about. much. It's like I, you're you're riding with this guy because of a shtick. I, I can't <laughs> ride so with I. you because of a shtick, oh. but then he wins. And <laughs> yes. I feel so bad for not having rode with him despite I, yeah. it having been a shtick. You have to trust him Gosh. because maybe maybe there's something behind the shtick, but it's I mean it's 
Like how to it's torture a, your scary. friends betting. Like a way to go, Ryan. Ryan owes um, me ten dollars. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um you know, we're we're a classy podcast. We talk in units here. Oh. Hank, you always you always come here and muddy it up with this actual money <sighs> talk. We talk units here, all right? Okay. Class it up, bud. I'll have to pick a unit number. My okay. Goodness. Before I put you on record with a long shot golf pick, mm-hmm. both for today and the entire tournament, we have a beautiful odds boost right now that yep. you basically have to jump on this second only at our guys from DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get the app and all that good stuff. Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Daniel Berger, all to hit the fairway on their first hole of round two, boosted to plus 385. Love it. Yeah, Love those odds. Yeah, me too. I, I know most of these, like you were saying earlier, are suckers bets. You know, you're like, look through. We were talking about like the, uh, who was it? It was Mike Trout to go over one and a half hits, boosted to plus three something. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. against yeah. the lowly Mariners. He hasn't had a multi-hit game in 15 games, but you know, it's the Mariners and it's Mike Trout's who want to do it. And I still probably might do it. And it's against the lefty pitcher. Yeah. So on paper you really like it, but then you look at his recent form. Yeah. You need, and baseball's just baseball's a tough game. It's hard to get one hit, let alone two hits it in is. a game. It is, um, and that's why when you see an odds boost like this golf one, where it's plus three eighty five, it's three good golfers who are playing fairly well. You know, they yeah. might not be stellar at the moment, but they're right in it. They're, they're in the well. hunt. They can make something happen. They're gonna hit the fairway on the first hole. Plus that gets you. Get you into the groove. You know, you got to get one bet out of the way early. That's it. 11.58, they tee off. So 22 minutes to get we'll in on that. Include on our screens. Yep. I think we're going to have to open, like, the oh, app on yeah. the iPad. Like, yep. we're going to have to be glued in, whether it's NBC uh, Sports' app, or yeah. Peacock with maybe some <laughs> free <peacock>. streaming, <laughs> uh, something on golf with the golf channel here on our screens. Mm-hmm. It's hard to always get a look at every golfer, but these are exhilarating bets. So they are. we're going to get into that. 11.58, that's why we started the show with that. Anyone you like in this field, whether it's to be the leader after round two or to win the tournament in full, since our guy uh, Mark Howes seems to be out of it. So I'm having, I'm having, I'm having a tough time. If yeah. I'm being honest, you know, I really liked Rory um, when we were talking about this a little bit ago, but Rory has since teed off and is now one under through two on the day. And the odds are reflecting that he's having some success. Yeah. Plus 550 right now. I don't think that that plus 550 is worth betting on him to win the tournament. Although if you are going to bet on somebody, he's a very good choice to be the leader after today, though. There's still some decent value on Rory, and I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it happen. Sure. He's still a couple of shots behind Matsuyama. A lot of guys been bogeying. You know, I, there's, oh, the there's going to be some crazy. turnover. Yeah. I mean, talk about last last week. We're in the minus 30s. We had only three guys come out of yesterday. First day at the tournament under par. Yeah. Insane. I mean, it, unprecedented for these post uh, COVID stoppage mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things are getting tough out there. I'll give you one. My guy, Honest Abe. Abe answer the the Mexican. Uh, he, he's yep. a real phenomenal putter, right? Super yeah. accurate. He's at even. Tied for sixth spot. He's he's through two, and he's still even. You can get him at plus 2,500. Don't mind that at all. No, that is a good bet. I'm uh, a big fan of Honest Abe. I'm also a big fan of Victor Hovland, who you're not going to get quite at as great money. Oh, no, he's dropped. Yeah, he has. Tough morning for our guy, Victor. Uh, see, that's what happened. Yep. Yeah, through two, he's plus one. But you could turn it around. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. 
But yeah, you're right. He's two over, so that's much more of a long shot. So, anyways, there. And okay, go on record. What's your pick? Uh, I'm gonna have to take Rory. I, I I was leaning there earlier. He's already gotten the birdie. You know, DJ is also tempting, knowing that he just came off a 30 under weekend. Yeah. Um, Plus one, tied for tied for 14th. The odds reflect how well he played last weekend, though, and that makes it kind of tough for me to buy into a guy. Um. A couple other names, you know. I like Fitzpatrick out there. Answer the more mm-hmm. I think about, it, the more I like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you got to go, Rory. Okay, great. Uh, so yeah, no Rockies Diamondbacks sweep potential. The the sweep happened, yeah, guys. That's we will, true. That's true. We will have to properly end the sweep some other time. But Rockies still on a three game swing and having arguably their best pitcher on the mound. Cal Freeland at Coors Field against the San Diego Padres, who themselves have been uh, playing well, playing well in a, a recent stretch, especially offensively. They've been uh, kind of on fire. But, you know, Kyle's been really, really good. He has. Strikeout line here set at three and a half. I like this against the Diamondbacks. Look, maybe a little trickier against this high-powered Padres offense, but he's going to miss enough bats to go over three and a half. You have to think so. Yeah, yeah. And I'm confident Kyle's going to get far enough into this game to where that's going to hit. Yeah. To me, I'm still kind of scared of the Rockies, if I'm being totally honest. I know things are picking up and they're coming off the sweep. Mm-hmm. But. Well, this is a huge test. Huge it series. Is, for it is. Yeah. And, and I'm just not willing to uh, put too much down on it. Some of those side props. I, I, think, I think that strikeout line is probably the one that I would be willing to take in this game. What um, about the over-unders? You know, our, our friend Ryan Konigsberg's a big fan of uh, hammering the under at Coors Field because early on in the year, it seemed like they were overvaluing the Coors effect, mm-hmm. undervaluing the Rockies pitchers, who were really good. I mean, uh, it's kind of leveled out. These Coors Field games have been absolutely insane. But when you look through all these lines, I mean, just going through the slate today, it's nine and a half, nine, 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 eight and a half, nine, and the Rockies at over under 12 oh it's like how do you not take the under when you see that especially when kyle freeland is pitching well you know i I would be tempted to take that we should mention Um, zach davies on the mound for the padres 303 era he's mm -hmm. having a very good uh season as well four and three record that's a seven game sample size you like that yeah yeah you do like it you know if you are looking for action on this game i think that the under 12 is probably the move i could be tempted by maybe the, the through five, the through seven, some of the stuff that Dre messes around with, just take the bullpen out of it. Um, yes, that's the move. Uh, is that's it? the move, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Let's say under under through five, what's that line at? Six and a half, and you get that at plus 102. Don't okay. you like yeah, that? I do like that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, gun to my head, I would take the under 12 because of everything yep. you just said. But, yeah, dude, I hit the seventh. Woo! It's intense times. It is intense time. While we were dealing with that losing streak, I, I turned, I had money on the first three innings, right? The line yep. in that. So I yep. watched the first three. Then I was back to watching the Avs play hockey. And then the Avs ended and it was the final two innings. And the Rockies are, are holding on to a 3-2 lead. It's so painful to it watch is. the eighth and ninth with this team. It um, is. Don't put money on the line when it comes to the Rockies late in games. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It might be good. It might be bad, but something's going to happen, and I want away from it. Yes. Um, they've gone away from Arizona, so this was kind of our line because he's been so hot in the desert. Trevor Story, though, to Homer and the Rockies to win, which they do have a slight advantage on the pitching side. Trevor Story to Homer, Rockies to win, plus 650. Not bad at all. No, definitely not bad. That is good value there. I, I agree on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, look, the NBA, we'll see when the Nuggets come back. I'm guessing it'll be Sunday when the Avs play just because they weren't scheduled to play the day everything got, uh, you know, stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assume that Bucks, Lakers, those guys will yep. play Saturday when things resume, and then the Nuggets will be on Sunday. So we don't have those lines Yet we have mentioned this before. Nuggets still plus 300 to win the series and come back from down 3-2. You got in on this before. I did. Game five where the Nuggets pulled off that splendid win. What you get them at? Uh, plus, plus, plus 980. Yeah, so I grabbed the Nuggets plus 980 down 3-1. Now it's 3-2. I, that, I mean, that line is still tempting, I think. I think plus 300, you have to like it. Um, especially because if you're somebody who doesn't want to bet a lot of money, but you do want to be invested in this nugget series, this is a good way to do it. Instead of going through game by game, just say plus 300 to win, throw your 10 bucks down, win 40, whatever your unit is. Sorry, that's not talking units. (laughs) You know, the other option is just to say, take them all the way through right now. I think they're plus 3,600 to win the Western conference. That's tough, but if your thought process is you want to be invested all the way, ten bucks to win three sixty, not bad. That's not bad either. Feels wide open to it. It does feel wide open, especially with Jamal starting to heat up. At the very least, you might get a decent cash out option once the Nuggets get through this series as well. So obviously, kind of two angles here could really help the Nuggets get a little healthier and fresher, especially with their legs in that backcourt. That's been you know kind of yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're kind of encountering some of the similar issues that the Avs defense um, is having. So maybe Jamal being fresher can keep this up. Mm-hmm. But do you worry that they lost a little momentum these last couple days? Felt like that they crossed were my mind. Playing with house I, money, right? Yeah, I, I have to say that crossed my mind. But you know, I think the rest helps the Nuggets. You know, the the, the toughest part to me of coming back from down three one is that. You have to just keep going, going, and going. You mm-hmm. like you can't mm-hmm. take a day off because you have to be perfect. Well, they kind of did just get a day off, a day or two off to reset, say, you know what, stop talking about 3-1. This is a 3-2 series, oh. and crazy things can happen in a 3-2 series, especially when it's the higher seed that's down. Yes. You're closer to getting Good Gary point. back. I, I think that I think that this, if anything, was good for the Nuggets. Yeah, hopefully MPJ is watching some defensive film too. So and please. <laughs> Please. I hope they can keep those matchups that were really working in the fourth quarter of that last game. And then the NHL, which should be resuming today, uh, not the uh, – or I'm sorry, Saturday. Yes. Not the Avs, who uh, will resume Sunday. And we mm-hmm. don't have lines. Oh, no, we do have lines for the Avs now. So what I really liked was I think they're just going to blow them out in this. For one, the over has hit easy in all of these. So I don't know why they keep setting it at five and a half at minus one twenty. That's such reasonable money there. Um, Avs favored by minus one twenty nine. Yeah, I guess that's, that's I what like we've it. seen all series. I like it. I would take that. I like the plus two hundred puck line. I'm going back to the puck line and the over. That's always my favorite. If you want a little more juice than the money line, but you're not quite confident in the puck line. Plus one hundred and twenty-six, and for the Avs to win in regular time. I I know we sound like homers, assuming the Avs are winning, but you know, 
Based on what we've seen, how can we not be expecting that, that team to win? I mean, right. they, they to me have been pretty clearly better. Yep. I mean, if you want to knock them and say, well, we can't trust them to play a full 60 minutes, then that is a fair complaint. Yes. But when you look at the two hockey teams, you got to put your money on the Avs. Yeah, no, I agree completely. I agree completely on that. Um, any player props we like? I mean, McKinnon over to hit two points or more has basically been a lock. Yeah, and, and yes, I think so. that will continue to be a lock. Uh, it doesn't look like all well, of those are in there. Yeah. You do have the goal scorer, McKinnon, at plus 125 to score. I like I, that. At plus money, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'd still rather take the over one and a half points, assuming that's still the line when uh, when those do pop up on the app, at right, whatever the value two is. Two points or more is usually what two it is. Two points or more, yeah. And he's been a guarantee to hit that. I mean, the stars just don't have an answer for it. Agreed. And we'll, we'll see what happens with the defensive injuries for the Avs. You know, Z not playing the entire third period last game was very concerning, especially with EJ out already. That's why the over, though, is even more of a yes. lock in this. Yes, and I, I would definitely hammer that over um, just because I mean, we don't want to be total homers. Pavelski to score at plus 230. He's been a tough one to stop. Especially without any defenders out there, especially yeah. in a game with a bunch of goals. That might be some good value. Um, Especially because they're missing their grinder, physical yep, defenseman, and that, yep. that's that's his game right now exactly. uh, at this stage in his career. I do like the Knights to come out after having lost game two and kind of lay it on the Canucks on Saturday. Um, okay. So I like the puck line there as well. I like the over in that one. Dude, the Knights have been so high scoring. The Canucks are too. Like six isn't enough for me to even consider okay. the under. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it, it is tough when you look at the three games, the Flyers games at over under five, Avs at over under uh, five and a half, and then you see this one at six, and you're just like, oh, I'm not so sure I can take that over at minus odds. But I do think it's going to be a high scoring game. And so I think that, you know what, if, if you need a 4-3 win or a 5-2 win, I think you can get that. I do think you can get that. Yeah, I agree, too. Especially because you get that push with the six. So really what you need is 4-2. You need 4-2 mm. at the end of regulation, or you need 3-3 three, three going into overtime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, I... I might. I, I think I would stay away from this, but if you're willing to put money on it, I, I, like I think it's a good pick. I like to. I, yes, but and for example, the Flyers Islanders, I like the under five because that's been a different series. True. Now it could take an empty netter to kind of botch that for I me. Hate those. Yeah, I hate I, those. But I feel like there haven't oh. been as many empty netters as I would expect. You know, just watching these games, yes. and I'm not sure what the numbers oh, have actually right. been. It does seem like the empty netters have been pretty rare. Yeah, the Asmus two in that game that we all mm -hmm. remember. The Coyotes hit one to put us. Mm -hmm. No, they hit two that game. They did. Um, that and that was to hit the over. Um, and then the Abs hit one in that last game. So yeah, only th I mean three of eight. Yeah. I don't even know if that's. Um, and before <laughs> we just look at some quick series lines to prep for the weekend on the NBA and touch on some UFC real quick, I want to shout out. Our uh, good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, the best uh, sportsbook app out there. If you haven't joined yet, they have this amazing deal right now where you can bet on the Kansas City uh, Chiefs-Houston Texans game and you get a $101 free bet out of it. Um, it's just an incredible deal for new users. 
um, you know, they have all these great odds boosts and stuff, all these fun offers that we're always talking about. Uh, so, you know, there's, I, I don't know what you're doing if you're not on DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> and uh, just enjoying all the great stuff they have. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DMVR to take advantage of this no-brainer offer. Uh, promo code DMVR to get in on all the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Hank. Any other series lines? Because now the Nuggets one is almost the juiciest. Mm-hmm. Man, Celtics-Raptors for a series that's about to start. Raptors minus 143, Celtics plus 115. Both these teams have looked great. I, I Got to go Raptors, though. I think that team looks better. I think that the, they've got the vets. Yeah, they've hard got the vets. Hale's got Kale a hard disagree. disagree. But it's With okay. the Celtics, uh, I just don't see them moving past this team. Nah, nah, I'm not looking at the, I, I just <laughs> I think it's the Raptors pretty easy. I just don't think that anything the, like I, I think I think the 76ers were a horrible basketball team. Yes. I, I'm not giving the Celtics much credit for putting them away, you know? It's just it the Raptors are a good playoff basketball team. They play good defense. You have a bunch of guys who can score. You're not too reliant on a couple of young wings to get your points for you. I think yeah, what I like is the steadying presence of guys like Kyle Lowry on that team. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. that too. Um, but no, it's a it's a close one. I think that's going to be a really good series. And then we've got Thunder Rockets. I really thought all the momentum was with the Thunders, but now it sounds like Westbrook's back. So that I don't plus even know. one seventy for the Thunder to win. I just but even with Westbrook back, I wonder the Rockets. Part of their problem is they're having trouble closing out games. It's because they're insisting on their three and layups and free throws <laughs> when maybe they could, you know, learn a lesson from watching Jamal Murray at the end of games and just taking some some mid-range shots or yoke, yeah. take some mid-range yeah. shots. Settle a little bit, you know, just to get buckets. Uh, plus 1,100 for the Mavs to win this series. Seems fair. I mean, if you want to sprinkle that, you can. I mean, here's – so me and my roommate have been talking a lot about these basketball games because we've been betting a lot on these basketball games. Yeah. With the Mavs, my thing is, like, Luka just hasn't proven it to me. Like, I got to see him go out there. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's fair. He hit, he hit a big shot to win a big game. That's a huge step in the right direction. He's going up against Kawhi Leonard. Like, before I'm willing to say that Luka is going to beat Kawhi, I need to see him actually go out there and win a series against these guys. Like, not not these guys in particular, but against, like, uh, one of these elite basketball players. There's just, like, this path that you have to take to be a top five NBA player. Sure. And Luka's well along that path. But to me, he's still, like, that fringe top ten, maybe just inside that top ten. And, and with that going on, you know, I don't – I don't know. Paul George inevitably is going to turn things around. I just think that the Clippers are going to win this series. If, you, if you're a true Luka believer, feel free to sprinkle that plus 1,100, but I'm not going to. I'm just saying the series is 3-2. Mm-hmm. The Mavs have played well. It's yeah. all up to Porzingis, yeah. though. It's all the Porzingis injuries. Do we know if he's going to be back? Uh, No, I, I, I don't think we do. I don't think we do. But yeah, I think. I mean, I'd be leaning towards no. 
Uh, That's the direction we've been kind of. I just think this is one of those situations that you kind of get caught in where it's, uh, you know, you see the plus 1100, you see the three, two, and you're like, why not just give DraftKings $3 of mine? And if it hits, then I'll get whatever out, you know? And then that's just those little losses that add up that I'm trying to avoid for myself right now. Fair enough. All, the other thing I'll throw in there is the Clippers are one of the two teams reported to have voted to want to leave the bubble. I wonder how much internal struggles yeah, there are in that. Maybe. Um, maybe. That could play a part. But but again, 3-2, though, it seems like Nuggets are down 3-2. They're plus 300. Mavs are down 3-2. They're plus 1,100. But, I mean, just from a, like, handicapping standpoint, it seems yeah. like... There's some healthy value there. I think there's good value on the uh, Nuggets. Mm. I think, to mm. me, the Clippers mm. are still the number mm. one team in this whole tournament. Like, if they don't win, I, I won't be surprised, but that is definitely my expectation is that they're going to be the ones that finish this whole thing. And I honestly think it's the Raptors coming out the other side. I, I like the Raptors. Yeah. I like the Raptors. Um, and then we've got a UFC card, uh, Anthony Smith, Alexander Rakic. Smith, of course, is coming off mm. that really tough loss where he just got his um, beat to a pulp and was losing teeth against Glover Teixeira. Um, I don't know, but Anthony Smith seems at some decent value at plus 240 there in the main event uh, this Saturday. And then Neil Magny, big favorite against former champ Robbie Lawler. I was kind of surprised to see this. Magny's one of these guys that trains with Curtis Blades. Um a very complete, tough out, uh, has length and everything. But this is another one where I, I kind of like the former champ and uh, underdog as well. So there's some more action for you to get into uh, this weekend. We will be back on Monday with RK, who I believe should be back then, um, unless you have any final college football. Oh, college football is back college tomorrow. Football. The first game of the season, FCS. Uh, there were supposed to be a couple other games. Those got postponed, as did most college football games that were supposed to happen this season. Mm -hmm. But uh, the one game we do get, Central Arkansas is playing uh, Austin P. Learned how to pronounce that earlier today. Uh -huh. um, I have some thoughts. Is Austin so, P. a Division One school? Uh, yeah, both FCS. Um, FCS, okay. Yep, Austin P. They... Uh, led the FCS last year in points allowed on defense at like 20 per game. They're scoring 35 per game. A surprise team last year made it to the quarterfinal, so they're top eight in all of FCS. Central Arkansas, also very good, probably better than Austin P was last year, but they uh, they didn't quite have the same postseason success. They mm. lost to Montana. No, Austin P went out to Montana State in the quarterfinal. But uh, – I think this game's a toss-up. It's going to be pretty low scoring would be my guess. I'd be tempted by low the scoring. under. Yeah, you know, it's tough because, again, Austin P with that defense, Central Arkansas doesn't have much of an offensive line, doesn't have much of a running game, but they had a true freshman receiver last year go for 1,200 yards. Or no, 900 yards of 12 touchdowns, sorry. But uh, they just want to throw the ball downfield. Austin P has an NFL cornerback stopping that. They have a great defensive line, anchored by a five foot nine defensive tackle who put up 18 and a half tackles for loss last year. It's a toss-up, but Austin P is at plus 148. And if you're going to pick a side, I think that's the side you take. You can get— Do you like the points with the three-and-a-half uh, point spread? To me, I'm, I'm not as much of a spread better. 
I see the value with the money line, and I think that because it's a toss-up and it's the first game of the season, anything could happen. And I think that one side probably does win by more than that margin just because, again, college football, unpredictable. First game of the season, extra unpredictable. And you've mentioned this was four. It's moved to three and a half. Mm, yeah. So Central so, Arkansas yes. losing a little bit. Yep. Um, okay, I'm with you. I'm going to ride on this. I'm taking the under, and I'm taking – Austin P plus three and a half. And there is an odds boost. You can take Austin P to score first and win boosted from plus 235 to 275. So what I did is I split my bet half on the money line, half on the boost. And uh, I'm excited to watch them all. Sure to get loose. Blame it on the boost. First football game of the season finally here. Beautiful. And we should mention with the golf, I know you mentioned this, there's also a profit boost there. So when you want to sprinkle yep. Abe answer or whatever, you can do it that way. Okay. Truly, that's it. Thank that you is so it. much for reminding me of the college football. That's exciting as well. Yeah, we will be back Monday. Until then, best of luck. Stay safe. Lots of love, guys. We'll be back. That's a dark. Back to that later.